Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. So Wednesday of this past week, I did my first ever Zoom chapel. And uh, so it was, it was interesting. It was, it was different. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I would recommend it for a continuation of, of uh, wonderful times, but it's an opportunity to connect with people. And I brought an Advent message, which I'm going to give you a little bit of that here uh, today. And I started off with the question, so what are you waiting for? So that's one of those questions that depending on how you're asking it, where the which words you're going to emphasize, it brings a whole different meaning. So I've been sitting in traffic and I've been yelling at the sun, what are you waiting for? Meaning, I'm impatient, you're not moving, let's go, right? To understanding, sitting down with somebody and asking them, well, what do you think you're waiting for in order to do whatever it is that they were going to you know, do? And so we can even ask that question today, and where do we emphasize it? Is that as we're looking at the season of Advent, we're, we're seeing that it's a season of waiting. And in a season of waiting, we ask this question, what are we waiting for? So I know that I don't have to tell you this uh, because we already all know it, but we live in a culture of immediacy. We don't like delayed gratification. I've talked about this on the podcast in the past about even some of the psychological tests that have been done. They kind of prove that we don't like delayed gratification. We like to have it now and we'd like to have it the way that we want it now. And it means that we're not going to wait for anything. I think this is where we have gotten ourselves into a, a, a fair amount of trouble, uh, generations and generations of people who have started with credit cards. Credit cards kind of epitomize the let's get it now instead of waiting mentality. Now, I'm not trying to be able to demonize credit cards. There's there's enough Dave Ramseyites that are out there that'll do that for you. But what I am saying is that what does it tell us if we can if we are saying I'm going to whatever it is that I want, I'm going to buy it now and I'm not going to wait for it. I don't want to wait. I don't want to sit back. I don't want to figure out this whole thing and I just want to get it now and I want to get it over with or whatever. I mean, so why why are we trying to just, un, you know, kind of just move into things and move into situations just so that we can try to get past it? As you also know, we live a lot of times in waiting. We are waiting a lot. Of, I mean, even back when the, there was no pandemic, we'd wait in lines, right? We would wait in lines while we were in our cars called traffic. Now we live in I live in Chicago and Chicago has really bad traffic 
on a regular non-pandemic situation. It hasn't been so bad right now because a lot of people, I think, are working from home, staying home. And so there's not quite as as much traffic. But if you're thinking about much of our lives, it's waiting. We're waiting for the next move. We're waiting for the next job. We're waiting for the next relationship. We're waiting for you fill in the blank. What are you waiting for? You know, that goes back to our question, right? What are we waiting for? And so I'm going to take you to a passage uh, today that, that helps us to determine what we're waiting for. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 64, verse 4, For since the world began, no ear has heard, no eye has seen a God like you, who works for those who wait for him. You see, this is a call, right, to wait on the Lord. So what does it mean to wait on the Lord? What does it mean to take a season like Advent that that has essence about it of waiting And to be able to say, today we're going to try to figure out how to wait on the Lord. So when you're thinking about your plans, whether it's your plans for the day, your plans for the year, the plans for your life, do you consider giving those plans not as a finished product to God, but as a starting project with God? And I've mentioned this before, but oftentimes what we do with our plans is that we create Every avenue, this is what we want, this is what we want to see, this is how we want to get it done. And then we take all of our plans and we give them to God and we say, God, this is what we want you to do. Now, please act. And then we go back day after day and we say, you remember, God, here's my plan. This is what I need you to do. This is where I need you to act. Can you get it done? And it's always just a, a, a funny thing. That when we're taking our plans to God and then our plans fail and then we somehow, we blame it on God. But we didn't wait on the Lord. We were impatient and so we were trying to create a plan. We were trying to rush through something because we never wanted to wait. We were impatient. I'm always reminded of, of Abraham and Sarah you know, as, as God promised them a child, and, and it wasn't happening for them. They were both in their old age. It says that they were worried that this wasn't going to happen, so they said, what, how do we need to make this happen? You need an heir. Oh, like, here's our slave girl. Why don't you go and, and sleep with her? Let's, let's figure out. At least you can have a child. And so they rushed through this. It wasn't God's plan for that to happen. Now, God didn't waste it, I mean, and he didn't say, like, this is illegitimate. He said, you know, this child, too, will be blessed, but this is not the way that God wanted it to happen. But they rushed into something, believing that this was the plan. What are you doing to wait on the Lord today? We're going to talk a little bit more about waiting coming up next week, but I I want you to start with that question because it is important for us to consider. What are we waiting for? All right, everybody, have a great weekend, and we will see you again on Monday.